0: Good day and welcome to another episode of the International News Desk. whether you are tuning in on SNL24.com forward slash Soccer Ladooma, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play or Marky King 96.7's Game Time. As always, welcome to the show. I'm your host Sean Roberts and of course, Kurt the Dirt, Backerfield. How are you, my friend?
1: Sean, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I am spectacular. Thank you. Absolutely spectacular. Spectacular because our man Erling Haaland... Oh, no. Oh, has broken the record for the most goals in a Premier League season. I think it was his thirty-fifth goal already, Kurt, and five games remaining. This is crazy. This is crazy, Sean. How do you feel
1: as a <laughs> as a City fan getting to to watch this this kind of play at your club?
0: It's well, I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic. I was I was more concerned a couple of months ago when there was talk of him leaving already, but I don't see that happening. Um, but yeah, it's just it's like such a breath of fresh air. It's. Uh, You sort of question where we would have been without him. Would we have been chasing for the Premier League? Would we have been pushing for uh, European football? So it's it's crazy.
1: It is funny how that narrative has changed um, in the last couple of weeks or months at least. Because remember early on in the season there was that period where he was sort of getting used to his teammates, getting used to the, the system, getting used to the Premier League. And even though he was scoring goals there were a couple of games where he, he wouldn't touch the ball often um or he wouldn't um his link up play perhaps wasn't there and then there would there was this conversation about how you know the season prior pep Guardiola won the league without a striker so have they actually made a mistake in signing holland will he actually suit the system long term um <laughs> but 51 goals later and um everyone i'm sure has been left red-faced but yeah, look, 30, uh, 35 Premier League goals, obviously now the, the all-time record for a single Premier League season. Um, mm. I think he's hit about six or seven hat-tricks in all competitions. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. And like I think we touched on recently, we're just not used to seeing this from a player in the Premier League. Um, for mm. the Premier League, you know, widely considered as, as the strongest sort of football division out there, for Haaland to come here, um, or come to the Premier League and, and score 35 goals in his first season um, and, and make it look relatively easy is, is it's just incredible and it's it's been so fun to watch.
0: 35 to date, so there's still, is it five games
1: left? Five games League? left. <laughs> look, I, I don't know if, I mean, I think City are probably going to wrap the, the title up with, with maybe a game or two to go because Arsenal's fixtures um, from now until the end of the season aren't easy. Um, hmm. So I do think that he might be rested in one or two games because there, there is a potential... Um, well, there's two Champions League semifinals coming up. There's the FA final, uh, FA Cup final coming up against Manchester United later this season. So um, I'm not sure he'll start all five of those games, but this is Erling Haaland, and he only needs like two games to score eight goals. So let's see what happens.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. And like you said, there's still potentially three Champions League games an FA Cup final, so potentially nine more games, right? So he's on 51 already.
1: Yes, um, and I do think that, you know, after the World Cup, I was almost certain that the Ballon d'Or um, for two, 2023 would go to Messi. But I think that yeah. considering Haaland has scored 51 goals and could get close to maybe 60 um, and then could finish the season with a treble, um, I would say that it absolutely has to go to Erling Haaland. Um, of course, that that still has to happen. Um, mm. But it's just been such an incredible individual season from him and um, I would expect him to actually get the award over Messi.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Kurt, we're forgetting the most important thing. He is only 22 years old. <laughs> Look, it's kind of funny. I'm sitting here
1: thinking, how does he improve? How does he actually get better? Um Ugh. What, what does he look like when he's, when he's more well-rounded, or when his linker plays even better, or when he's a better dribbler, or whatever it is? How does, how does that look? Because 51 goals and counting at 22 years old, um, I just can't imagine him improving, but he will, as, as all strikers do, you know? Um, they say the peak years for a striker is between like, what, maybe 25 and 32? Somewhere like somewhere something like that, but this kid's twenty-two years old, Sean.
0: He's still got yeah, a long and, way to uh, go. <laughs> and and what's important, I think, what's make what makes great players. You look at Ronaldo, Messi, whoever, and it's it's the lack of injuries, right? And Holland, he's he's had a couple of niggles here and there, but nothing too dramatic to date. Yeah, so at Dortmund, that that was a concern. And
1: before City signed him, um, fans were a little worried about the injury record that he was bringing with him because i think last year he missed a big bulk of games um but this season he's been excellent Um, i mean he's been fully fit the the physio team or the 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 fitness team have been great with him um i think he's picked up a few niggles but nothing too serious like you said um Mm. so yeah if he's if he's available for the rest of his career we're looking at a a striker who could potentially get to eight hundred thousand goals like uh lionel macy's cristiano ronaldo's
0: yeah, uh, incredible. Just to think he's, he's potentially got another 15 years in the top flight left in him, which is which is madness. Um, let's move on quickly, Kurtzi. I just want to touch on Frank the Tank, Lampard. Um, six out of six. Look, it, it is easy for us just to point fingers and whatnot. He did inherit a average squad. Um, and he's still there. He's still there. Look, from what I've read, he'll be given until the end
1: of the season, regardless of what happens. Um yeah. I think that when the season does eventually finish um Lampard needs to to run as far as he can um from football <laughs> I, I, because look I also don't want to pile on him look he has inherited a very messy situation um yeah. the cu- the clubs are complete shambles the the ownership yeah. it's it's rotten from the top and it's difficult for any manager to go there now and succeed um mm. but Still, I just come back to the record of six games, six defeats. Regardless of what's happening around you, it has to be better than that. And I think that Lampard is doing serious damage to his reputation. Um, And I'm not sure that he gets another job in the Premier League anytime soon. Maybe uh, based on his reputation and his sort of legendary status in the Premier League, maybe he does eventually. But Mm -hmm. um, it, it looks to me... It, I think the safest option right now for Frank Lampard is to just pack it in and say, you know what, I gave it a red hot go. I really, really tried, but that's it for me because I, I can't, I, this, this just isn't for me, you know? Um, yeah, not all players transition into to good coaches, and um, we're seeing that right now.
0: Yeah, I've sent you something after their last game, so we can add another game to this. So Frank Lampard's last 20 games as a manager, is 18 losses sorry 17 losses two draws and one win yeah that doesn't fit that doesn't fare well
1: it's like he's quite literally forgot how to win um and i'm still (laughs) looking at looking at chelsea's fixture list i can't see where that next win is coming from i said it a few weeks ago i genuinely believe they won't they won't win again until the end of the season or um from now until the end of the season. And I just don't know where that's coming from. I mean, they they were 2-0 down to Brentford. I think that was now a week and a half ago. Um, this Arsenal game, they were never getting anywhere close to Arsenal, especially an Arsenal side that's a little wounded, coming off the back of three um, games without without a win. I always thought that at the Emirates, Arsenal were going to absolutely batter them. And they they finished the game in, in 45 minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah, another really, really poor display from Chelsea. And... I just, I just can't see where their next win comes from, honestly.
0: Yeah, defensively, an absolute shambles. Um, let's go on to possibly the story of the week, I guess, Kurtzi. Uh, Lionel Messi suspended by PSG following an unauthorized trip to Saudi Arabia. What is happening?
1: How fun. How fun that Messi <laughs> has just turned into this rebel in his, uh, in his it's, 30s.
0: It's beautiful.
1: It is beautiful. The, the antics for Argentina during the World Cup. The, the riling up Louis van Gaal are now an unauthorized trip to, to Saudi Arabia. So, look, um, after PSG's League 1 lost this weekend to Lorient, um, Christophe Gaultier, instead of giving his players two days off, was just going to give them one day off. Um, now, if they had won the game, like I just mentioned, they would have been given two days off, meaning that Messi would have been able to go on this trip and there would have been no problems. But... Because they were only given a day off, um, and Messi took this trip, it meant that he missed a training session. He went without permission. He didn't. Uh, I think he, he might have tried to consult the club or ask the club and ask head coach Christophe Galtier, but uh, the response was a definite no. Messi still goes on this this um, this trip. So to explain the trip, he is an ambassador for Saudi Arabia's um, campaign to host uh, or, or bid yes. to host the 2030 World Cup um but of course the timing um of this trip has been awful because of the the loss in league one this weekend which was a, a bad loss at home 3-1 uh, 3-1 to lorient um it doesn't look good and this comes after a lot of fan frustration people calling for messi to leave the club um so of course this is just going to infuriate those fans even more um now the club have done the, the right thing in punishing messi um you know no one gave him permission like I just mentioned But I do think that there's something else happening here, um, something Mm -hmm. that might not be clear right now. um, But from what I've read, you know, over the last couple of days, Messi or PSG have been trying to extend Messi's contract for the last six months, since before the World Cup. um, And it did look like Messi was going to be staying. But a month ago, because he's not convinced by the sporting project. potentially uh, he's, he's concerned about the club's recruitment strategy um and just sort of disillusioned with the whole sort of idea of being in psg for for another season um he communicated to the, to, to the club a month ago that he's he'll he'll be leaving at the end of the the season when his contract expires right um mm-hmm. so psg probably feel that they have been given the runaround. they were maybe led to believe that messi would be staying um But it seems like he's now informed the club that he'll be leaving as a free agent in june so this is sort of the perfect opportunity for psg to to sort of twist the narrative to spin the narrative and to make it look like they're in total control so Mm -hmm. what they're doing is saying okay well we're punishing messi At at least this is the message that they are giving to the fans we're punishing messi and now we don't want to extend his contract we want him to leave at the end of the season Um, So I I think that that's an important piece of the story is that it's a very good opportunity for them to make it look like no, no, we've got this whole situation under control. Whereas in actual fact, it's well known now that Messi is going to leave and has wanted to leave for a long time. So um, I think it's sort of political. Um, I think that fans are genuinely furious with Messi and with Neymar as has been... Uh, displayed, I don't know if you've seen on on Twitter, Sean, but there's actually been protests outside PSG's headquarters against Messi, against Neymar. Some fans even showed up outside Neymar's house um, I think it was yesterday, to protest against him, to demand that he leaves the club. Um, So they are rightfully upset with where the club is, but I don't think that they should forget that it's those in the boardroom who sort of created this culture of players being able to do what they want and get away with it
0: yeah absolutely um how long does Neymar have left on his contract
1: I think until I think it's 2025
0: yeah it's a long one eh? yeah I've seen
1: contrasting reports on that yeah I've seen 2025 I've seen 2027 um but yeah you know PSG has gained this reputation of being a club that it sort of has room for these mercenaries, players in their, in their 30s who come and sign for the club on big contracts but put in very little effort. And mm-hmm. I do understand it and I think that Messi um, is not innocent. I think that uh, for for a large part of his time at PSG, he has looked sort of disinterested. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that history won't be kind to his two-year spell in France. But uh, as I tweeted yesterday, he, he's lucky because he's won a, a Copper America and a World Cup during the most sort of turbulent time in his club career. Um, So I think that, you know, in 20 years from now, people will still blame PSG. But uh, it's a, yeah, it's a a, a bad look. And I think that it's just um, looking more and more likely that he does end up going back to Barcelona.
0: Yeah, that was my next question. Um, So even though he's making these Saudi trips, no option for him to go play in Saudi with his, his nemesis or do you think it's definitely Barcelona that's happening
1: I do think that so there is a there's an offer from Al-Hilal who are al Nasser's rivals in Saudi Arabia and they are offering him I think close to 400 million a season which is more than what Ronaldo's earning at al Um but I do think Messi wants to stay in Europe for at least another season he does want to go to the Copa America next year with, with Argentina um, and And I think feels that maybe playing at a high level gives him the best opportunity of going into that tournament with some form um, and in the right shape. So, yeah, it looks like he'll want to stay in Europe for another season. Maybe uh, the last dance, as it will obviously be dubbed, at Barcelona. Um, I look forward to that. I hope it happens. Um, But yeah, it's it's kind of of surreal to see such a superstar of a player like Messi, who's just won this World Cup, Get protested against by fans um, and sort of be, you know, being dubbed this failure in, in France.
0: Yeah, you cannot win at that level, unfortunately, Kurtz, no matter what you do. Um, but there's no conversation without Messi, including Ronaldo. Um, we did chat briefly off air about um, a possible story coming out that he's wanting to leave but you're not too convinced on the publication it came from or the source yeah so when we look for these stories
1: us writers and us journalists we obviously try and find credible um, sources and this Ronaldo story where it all comes from is a Spanish publication called El Nacional um, and they have a reputation for quite literally making up stories Um, so what happens then is that they publish the story first. Maybe one other publication jumps in it. Um, someone like I think Forbes actually with a with a second publication to jump on this Ronaldo story. Um, they can just credit Al Nacional, so they cover their own tracks. They say according to this publication, Ronaldo wants to leave and he's unhappy. Um, but yeah, no, you don't trust the story from Al Nacional. And I think it's also, you know, what we should point out is that in the same story that Al Nacional. Um, ran they actually said that Ronaldo has an offer from Real Madrid to go back to the club but not as a player, as an ambassador Um, which is just total, total Um, bullshit. so people publications who have jumped on the news that Ronaldo wants to leave have very conveniently left that bit out um, because they know that it will make the story look really stupid Um, and a lot of these publications who have uh, run the story have actually said Of course, it's very unlikely that Ronaldo does want to leave or that he does accept Real Real Madrid's offer to become an ambassador. Um, They they cover their own tracks in the story. They don't even believe it. They just write it because they know they're going to get clicks. Um, So that's the nature of the game. I'm sorry to those who are disappointed that Ronaldo um, doesn't want to leave. But yeah, I'm not saying that he's happy in Saudi Arabia. I'm sure he's not because he's probably going to end the season without a trophy. But... uh, Wait for it to come from a reputable source.
0: That's an interesting point. So how many seasons has Ronaldo not won a trophy? Would Mm. you
1: know that offhand? Yeah, so he didn't win one at at Manchester United, obviously. Um, Obviously. And then for two seasons at at United or a season and a half at United, he didn't win one. Um, And I I do think he won a trophy in his final season at Juventus. I'm sure it was like the Coppa Italia or something like that. Yes. So it'll be two and a half seasons?
0: Yeah, maybe three and a half. Maybe mm. three and a half. With it, or the, this will be included in the two and a half, I guess.
1: Yes. Well, no, it was a season and a half at United. And then yeah. a full season. Oh, yes. It'll actually be two seasons because he's joined Al Nas yeah. halfway through.
0: Incredible. That's an incredible I'm sure stance. that was uh, a riveting lesson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> over the next seven days, anything we should be keeping our eyes and ears open for?
1: Um, the title race, uh, United yeah. looking to finish in the top four. Um, that's be, been made difficult now with Liverpool's form. They're winning games and they are closing in on United. And United now have Brighton away on Thursday, which is a very tricky fixture. And then away at West Ham on, on Sunday, I think it is. So things are going to get very, very interesting there. Um, as far as the Spanish league is concerned, Barcelona pretty much wrapped up the title in France, PSG still have a healthy lead. Germany is an interesting one. Dortmund and, and Bayern still very much in it. Um, and then, who is the other major league that I've, I've left out? Italy, obviously, Napoli um they've got a i think 16 point lead or something like that so a psl coach. it's uh, it's almost wrapped up it, psl sean i
0: haven't looked at the table in a while sorry <laughs> uh Cody, as usual thank you so much and that is how we wrap up this episode of the international news desk so whether you have been listening on snl24.com forward slash soccer laduma google play apple Podcasts, spotify or maki king 96.7 game time Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts, and of course, Mr. Kirk Backerfield. Thank you, my friend.
1: Thanks, Sean.